This is Mitch Day's Storytime. Hello and welcome to episode three. Um, Something a little different, not a well-loved fairy story this time, but a very well-loved film. Uh, You might be a bit confused by the title of the episode. It's called Sebastian's Baby, so you may be expecting a parody of Rosemary's Baby, which is often hailed as one of the best films ever made. Um, I've seen it... I can't agree. Um, I think Alien is better, anyway, um, from my humbled opinion. Uh, yes. So this is my retelling of Alien, and I get lots wrong. And character, I gave myself far too many characters. Uh, so you'll you'll follow it much better than me, and notice, no doubt, every time I uh, get a character's name wrong. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Maybe um, do some kind of bingo game along with uh, with that uh, incorrect character name bingo. Um, and I'll speak to you again at the end. Here we go. Yes. Once upon a future, the year 2070, we're in the 70s, uh, there is a spaceship. And this spaceship is a very industrial looking spaceship. Hasn't been swept in a while. It's very gritty and grimy and, and dark. And it's, and it's uh, flying through space, obviously. And uh, its mission is unclear. Where are they going? I don't know. Um, but they're going out, out into deep space. And all of their uh, crew have been in stasis, in little stasis pods, in little pants. Um, because apparently that's uh, how space people travel uh, in the future. We've seen it in all the uh, documentaries. So, yes, the crew, apart from one crew member, uh, Bill, the android, and uh, Bill is obviously a, a robot of some kind. Android is different from robot, you know. But uh, yes, so the android, um, he is piloting the ship, which is um, the uh, what could the ship be called? Um, it needs to be something spacey. Um, Yes, not Kevin. Um, uh, Saturn. That's very boring. But anyway, the ship is called the Saturn and it's flying out. (laughs) Out there, that way, sort of east. East of planet Earth (laughs) is the way it's going. Um, And yes, they're all in stasis. But for some reason, the ship has, has tripped over a pebble or something, and uh, suddenly all of the crew, the uh, four crew members, um, have been rattled out of their sleep prematurely. Um, It's not because of a pebble, it's because of a bleeping. There's a bleepy thing. And uh, the the android, uh, Bill, has woken everybody up. And uh, here they come. So there's there's Sally, who is uh, there in her strange white pants. And she falls out of her cryogenic stasis uh, tube first. And um, then uh, Gary... Um, he's the, uh, he's the chef. He, he then comes out of the, uh, thing. And then also, um, who else have we got in here? Sebastian. Um, 
Yes, and uh, and finally, Lucy. I'm never going to remember all of those names. Sally, Lucy, Sebastian, and Gary, the chef. Gary, the chef. Oh, and um, Lydia, the cleaning lady. She, <laughs> Lydia's been... She wasn't in stasis. She's been hanging out with the android all this time. Oh, for six months I've been on this ship. Um, and she hasn't done any sweeping. I've already, uh, I've already clarified that. She's a rubbish cleaner, Lydia. Um, I've given myself another name to remember. Damn it. Um, anyway, so the ship... Yes, the bleeping. So Sally, she is the, the main character of this story. So she hurries along to the uh, control room uh, of the ship to find Bill the android. And she says, what's going on, Bill? What's going down, Bill? She's American. <laughs> And um, Bill says, I do not know. Why are you talking like that, Bill? I don't know. Uh, this is obviously my real voice. And uh, yeah, there's a bleepy thing down there on a planet or something that's making the bleepy thing go mad. Do you mean the computer? Said Sally. Um, yeah, uh, that's what I meant. That thing there. And then Sally looks at the uh, instruments and she can see that there's something. It has detected life. Life on a planet. That's the purpose of the mission. That's what they're looking for. They're out there looking for life on another planet. And they found it on this strange uh, sort of brownie coloured planet. And that's what the bleepity bleepity uh, on the computer, I was about to do the bleepity, I can't be bothered. The, that's what the bleepity is for on the computer. Um, and yes, so Sally is then joined by the other people whose names I forget. Uh, or were they they're not Lydia or Gary? They're just they're the chef and the cleaner. The the this is uh, uh, Lucy and Seb- Sebastian. <laughs> yes, I forgot about Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian and Lucy, the other crew people that come in to the uh, to the control room, and uh, Sally says, "Guys, you got to get ready. We found a planet with life. God damn it, life!" And um, can we beam down? Says Sebastian. No, we can't beam down. This isn't Star Trek. God damn it. We've got to go down in this shuttle pod thing. Um, so they travel down to the uh, planet in uh, the shuttle pod. Um, and Lucy uh, doesn't really like traveling on the shuttle pod because she gets space sick. So she's sick in her hat. In her hat. <laughs> Her helmet. Um, wait, hold on. She needs to wear a helmet. Uh, forget that. She's she's sick inside her helmet. Oh, that's horrible. Um, imagine that swishing around like a goldfish bowl. I, I know that space helmets aren't actually goldfish. Anyway, they're down on the planet. They're down on the planet. Uh, and Sally's looking around. And she's saying, God damn it. Look at this planet. I don't see any life around here. But the bleepity bleep says there was. So there must be. And otherwise, what's the point of this? film, movie, podcast, whatever. And um, uh, Sebastian says, oh, I did like the look of this planet. Look at it. It's very strange. And um, couldn't we just go back and go to Marks and Spencer's or something? It's too goddamn late to go back. We're in space now, goddammit. And uh, we need to find the life. Yes, but why? I don't know. It's Wait, hold on. Why does she suddenly sound like the android? Um, I don't know, goddammit. We just need to find the life. Let's go this way, Sebastian. Wait, you're forgetting about me, Lucy. (laughs) 
Um, Lucy, who's from Scotland. Um, I apologise to the people of Scotland for my Lucy voice. Anyway, uh, I think we should go in that cave. God damn it, that cave. You're right. That's where the life will be. It's always in the strange cave. Do we really have to? Anyway, they did. All three of them went in their spacesuits, obviously, and their big torches. Um, and they go into the cave. And inside the cave, there's strange art on the walls. This looks like a picture of Bob Monkhouse, said Lucy. I think it looks more like Bob Hope. Oh, you always disagree with me, uh, said Lucy. And uh, Sebastian just rolled his eyes because they always fight uh, Lucy and Sally. Um, so they delve deeper into the strange dwelling and they find something rather odd. Some eggs. Some eggs in flowers. I think that's right. Um, I haven't seen the film for a while. Anyway, there's eggs and flowers. Big, big, weird, gloopy flowers with strange sort of uh, uh, flowery bits. And um, and a squidgy sort of egg. Not like a chicken egg. Like a squidgy alien egg. Um, and Sally looks at them and says, God damn it. Look at these weird egg flowers. <laughs> well, I suppose... You could make a cake with these flowers. What are you goddamn talking about? Said Sally. Well, because it's egg and flour. <laughs> That's a rubbish joke. <laughs> I'll cut that out later. Um, yes, so then they look at the flowers and Sebastian's looking at and sniffing the flower. Don't get too close, said Sally, flexing her muscles. Don't you think you should have put on more clothes? You're still in your strange pants, said Sally. Uh, no, Lucy. Uh, what are their names? Lucy, yes. Um, I didn't feel the need. I just need this goldfish bowl on my head, all right. Um, anyway, meanwhile, Sebastian's getting too close and his nose goes right down into the egg flower and he sniffs. Oh, smells like some kind of excrement. Then why are you sniffing it? Yeah, why are you sniffing it? Said whichever one that was. Um, well, because that's why I'm here. I'm I'm the the botanist. Is that the right word? Yes, I don't know. Um, and then suddenly the egg flower opens up and out pops this weird sucker like a plunger that plumps straight onto Sebastian's mouth. <laughs> And he struggles and he gets pulled down into the egg flower. Oh, no. What do we do? Says Lucy. Um, God damn it. That damn eggy flower has got him. I'm going to blast him with this gun that I suddenly have. And she takes out a gun and she... And the egg flower bursts open. And uh, Sebastian pulls the plunger from his face. I don't feel very well. Do you think this is the life that the computer detected? <laughs> She's having like a squatty up of Star Trek now. Uh, I kind of get the, the engines working. Um, is this the flower? <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? What are, we, uh, God, are you okay? God damn it, Sebastian. Uh, I'd really rather like to go back to the ship if that's all right. Okay, but we should bring one of these goddamn eggs back. I need to get a voice right. Um, we need to get one of these eggs back. We have to get that back to the ship. Take one up, Lucy. 
Oh, it's always me doing the work. Anyway, they finally get back into their shuttle pod and they go back to the ship and they're a bit concerned about uh, Sebastian because he's looking a little bit queasy. Are you going to be sick in your helmet too? Because I've already swallowed all mine down. I can tell you how to do it. Um, they get back to the ship and Sebastian, they, they give him a, uh, a sort of fizzy, uh, fizzy paracetamol drink, the soluble ones. Um, he says, oh, that makes me feel a little bit better. Would you like some M&S canapes? Um, said, who was that? Bill, Bill, Bill the Android. Would you like some? Oh, wait, hold on. Why wouldn't it be Gary the chef? It would be the chef. Gary, Gary the chef. Would you want some, uh, do you want some uh, food from your M&S pile that we put in the store? I think you'll find it's all gone off, said Lucy. Because obviously they've been in stasis for six months and, um, it's all gone off. No, it doesn't matter. Oh, I think something strange is happening to me, said Sebastian. And he lay himself across the table and suddenly looked like he was in real pain. What's happening, said Lucy. I don't understand. It's something to do with that egg flour. What accent was that? It's something to do with that, that egg flour thing. Um... Look, his stomach's all bubbly. And uh, yes, it was. It was all bubbling away. Uh, Sebastian's stomach. Oh, I don't feel very well at all. Then Lydia, the cleaning lady, came in. She's, this is the first time she's been cleaning for months. She just suddenly, you know, the crew has woken up prematurely. She's, she's uh, going around with a, with a, with a vacuum. Um, and uh, it's a cord. <laughs> still got a cord. <laughs> So she's not very mobile. Anyway, um, and uh, and she says, oh, what's going on with Sebastian? Can't remember her voice. Um, I don't feel very well. And then suddenly Sebastian's stomach bursts open and a creature's head points it out. Points it's out. What? But a creature's head bursts from uh, Sebastian's stomach. Oh, my God, said Lucy. Lydia moves over and sort of crowds everyone and leans over and looks at the strange little thing pointing out of Sebastian's stomach. Oh, it's lovely. You didn't tell me you were pregnant. <laughs> um, what a lovely little baby. What a lovely little baby. Um, that's not a goddamn baby. That's some kind of life in space, said Lucy, grandstanding. Um, and then the little creature just runs away really quickly, like it's a small plastic thing being pulled across the floor with wheels in a sort of really bad movie effect. And um, then Sebastian looks down. Are you OK, Sebastian? Um, no, not really. And then Sebastian, unfortunately, passes. Rest in peace, Sebastian. But he has just had an alien burst from his stomach. Um... Oh, that was really weird, said Lydia, and she carried on cleaning uh, with her hoover down the corridor. What do we do now, said Lucy. Maybe we should ask the android. Uh, I can't remember what he sounds like. Uh, don't ask me. Don't ask me. Why does he, <laughs> why does he sound like this? I'm the android and I don't want to go nowhere or do nothing. I'm useless. Um, yes, anyway. So they uh, put Sebastian back in his cryogenic stasis unit. Um, 
stripping him down to his strange little pants. Um, and they freeze him again in the hope that maybe they'll be able to revive Sebastian when they get back to Earth. Um, we need to get that goddamn alien, says... I was about to say Ripley. Uh, Sally. Um... um who who should we who should we send? We need to send somebody to look for it. Not me. Not me. Well then, Gary. Yes. And uh, Lydia. Yeah. We need you to go down and find this alien. And so Gary, the chef, and Lydia, the cleaner, go down to the lower decks of the ship, and uh, they have a rubbish little computer where they see little blinky uh, circles for where they are, and they're watching where the alien... Well, how can they track the alien? I don't know, but anyway, they can. So they're watching the alien move on the screen, and it's sort of blinking on and off, and uh, they're watching Lydia and Gary, and they're talking over a, a, a walkie-talkie. Can you come in? Come in, can you hear us? Give me that, said Lucy, taking the thing from the android. Now you listen here, you goddamn too. You find that alien and you tell us to, to go home or get into a box. We need to put it in a box to take it home. Oh, okay, love. And um, suddenly the two dots disappear. Oh, dear, I think they're dead, <laughs> says Lucy. Very presumptuous. But then she goes downstairs and checks that they have been eaten by the alien. And she sees the alien at the end of the corridor. And it looks like a, uh, a, a, a pygmy hippo with uh, long human legs and froggy arms. They're obviously much bigger than a frog. And um, it's got sort of antler horns and uh, it's mostly blue, and inside its mouth is a smaller hippo's head that's sort of on the end of its tongue, which is very freaky. Um, God damn it, said Lucy, obviously. And she blasts it with her gun, um, and then the alien uh, rips open the door to the, uh, oh, I don't know, I'm losing the will now. What, what does it open the door to? It opens the door um, to space. <laughs> and, and then Lucy, ah, oh, no, gets pushed. Is it sucked or pushed? For, yes, sucked out into space. Blown, no, blown out whatever, blown out into space, I'm not a physicist, um, and Lucy's gone into space, god damn it, said Lucy, because that's all that she's, no, not Lucy, Lucy's just gone out the airlock, um, Sally, um, uh, yeah, what do I do now, the alien is gonna kill us all, I'm actually not dead. No, she is. She's been, she's she's out in space. Um, she's already, you know, gone into a star or a black hole or something. Um, maybe she'll come back in a sequel as some kind of uh, deity or weirdness. Um, yes, who's left? Who's left? Just Lucy and uh, Bob, the android. Um, and then when... Um, when Lucy gets back up to the control room, she can see that Bob the android has accidentally plugged himself into the wrong port. He's plugged his iPhone into the uh, wall and he's plugged himself into the toaster and he's kaput. Oh no, it's just me. For some reason, I'm going to change down into my little strange pants again. And she gets into her strange little pants and she walks around the ship 
very sweaty because for some reason she's turned the heating on full, um, which is weird for walking around a spaceship. And she's walking around trying to find the strange hippo creature. Where is it? Um, and uh, she uh, finds it. And uh, what does she say? <laughs> Get away from her, you bitch. Um, no, she doesn't say that because this is a... Uh, a nice podcast where we don't swear. Um, oh, did I mention there's a cat? There's a cat, right? Why is there a cat? Why would they bring a cat into space? I don't know. But I believe I remember there's a cat. That's all I remember about aliens. Strange, strange eggy flowers. The alien itself and a cat. Is the cat an android? No. No. Maybe. Anyway, there... There's a cat with a machine gun, and uh, the cat with the machine gun and uh, Lucy are walking around the ship in their strange pants, waiting to kill the alien strange creature. And there it is, and the alien runs at her, and she manoeuvres away. The cat fires its machine gun. Um, and uh, the alien leaps, and um, I can't remember what happens at the end of the film to even parody, parody it. What does she do? Um, does she get into an escape pod? Have I invented that? Anyway, she then presses the button for the airlock, and the uh, the uh, alien gets sucked. No, blown, whatever. Uh, get, it's, uh, there it is, out in space. Um, and she closes the airlock just in time. The cat's gone. <laughs> Um, but she's safe. God damn it. I can't help but feel I could have saved more of them. Um, and then she uh, sets the coordinates of the ship um, back to Earth. And she climbs into her cryogenic stasis uh, tube. And she says, I hope that I'll make it back to Earth. And then she freezes. But meanwhile... Outside the ship, the strange hippo antler creature with the extra hippo on end of tongue mouth thing um, is clinging on, which is obviously, uh, you know, leaving us open for a sequel, although I don't think I'll bother. Um, and uh, yes, then she flies home. So that's the story of Alien. Uh, my retelling of Alien. Wasn't it wonderful? <laughs> Uh, yes. Goodbye. Thank you for enduring that uh, short podcast uh, ruining the film Alien. And if you're interested in more, please subscribe. Next time, next episode will be an actual short story, not one of my darling improvisations where you just have to listen to my uh, internal monologue, uh, but instead actual story, what I've done written with a pen and everything. Well, except I obviously will remember to actually say the words aloud as well. So, yes, please tune in next time. Really looking forward to that. I hope you're well. I really love that hat you're wearing. Um, it, the colour is just darling on you and you're wonderful. Thank you. Goodbye.